great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. episode of the Razball Patreon podcast. I can't believe it's not not news with star comedian Billy Hurley, the best comedian in New- comedian in New York, right Billy? That's right. I actually have a I'm in I'm doing stand up tomorrow in uh in Prospect Park. That's the that's the location. It's like a 3-mile park. Uh I'm doing comedy there somewhere, so come on by. Just uh just listen for people uh yelling about yelling coronavirus jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome are you really are yeah oh nice you're doing a, uh, an outdoor uh gig yeah you know and people say outdoor comedy is not that funny but it, it might get funny if it starts raining <laughs> you know? gonna be, are you gonna have to shout over the people next door doing like shakespeare in the park or <laughs> yeah you know what i'm gonna do i've no microphone in a park i'm gonna be doing stand-up just the way jesus did it you know <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna have a a giant cross on your back. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a cross on my back. I'm gonna be doing a lot of you know, blessed are the meek. Uh, you're gonna uh, be real, like real. you're gonna you're wearing a, a crown of thorns. <laughs> that's a, you know what it, you might get some pity laughs there. I think else. so. I like I like Some, it. It's you know, it's a bold choice. Yeah, I'm a prop comedian at heart, you know. And they 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 said I could do go for 10 minutes, but I think if I show up with those kinds of props, I think I'll get at least 12 or 13 minutes. <laughs> what's the, what's the deal with nails in your wrist? <laughs> Why is there? What's the crickets? <laughs> I I died for these jokes. I died for this. I died. Wait, I came back for this. Ah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I still got time to get. I think it's going to be yeah. a lot of Jesus stuff. Yeah, you work on that. I know. It, it, I'm sure it'll come out. It'll be good. It's going to be only Jesus, and then uh, uh, you know, boars and emus and uh, some some penis jokes. We've yeah, got you guys have been, <laughs> Yeah, you guys have been keeping me real sharp. <laughs> I'm going to be doing lots of jokes about. Uh, 
Uh, men in Albany, men in Maine, man in Florida. Did you guys see the news story? Did you guys hear about this? Anyway, hey, so uh, there's this guy, he's drowning, and there's priests coming. No, it's a real story. No, it's a real story. Go- <laughs> it's real. I'm not, this isn't a setup for a joke. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the straight part. <laughs> I'll tell you when to laugh. <laughs> now, Man, I got, now I got a real credit, by the way. I used to just show- say this show sounds amazing. I'll tell you, <laughs> like comic relief where everyone's got to go fund me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is actually a great opportunity. This is a great opportunity, by the way, to plug this because this comes out on Monday. So I'd like to tell our listeners to go back in time on Saturday and go to Prospect Park generally, which is a three mile wide park. Uh, and just, you know, Somewhere come, in there. come by and listen and laugh. <laughs> just, just walk through Prospect Park laughing. <laughs> You're appreciated. Yeah, I'll be the four. I'll be the guy that one of the, like the eight guys that look like Jesus. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine the, uh, all, all our listeners walking through Prospect Park in, in the past because it's already <laughs> happened. And they're like just walking around laughing at like crazy people standing on top of a tree stump talking. Oh my god, old school. Old school, man. That's how uh, Robin Williams got his start, and also uh, a lot of homeless people. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think maybe what I'll do is I'll just pretend like I'm gonna do like a, like I'm doing a street performance, like I'm gonna do this huge backflip. I'm like, all right, everybody, let's go, let's go, gather around, and then I'll just do. Uh, you guys hear about this guy in Albany? <laughs> <laughs> guy's on a, a hoverboard dentist. It's <laughs> a highlight. Yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, what it, if someone's there from the uh, hoverboard dentist office, you could get in trouble. I would, I'd be careful. Yeah, I'll, use, I'll do. A, I'll do a quick. Where are you guys from? And just kind of figure out what do you got, what do you do, what do you work? It's good. Uh, that's a good move. You gotta, you gotta feel out the crowd. I think. Oh yeah. yeah I'm hoping some of your listeners can go back in time um, and change the gig and make it funny, or just cancel it somehow. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, it's probably a a gig that went extremely well uh, two days ago. So congratulations on the gig, uh, Billy. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I really and I plugged Rasball the whole time, um, and I think we're gonna get a lot. We're gonna get a lot of uh, juice from that. <laughs> yeah, give him the link to the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. You guys are my first real credit. Yay! Uh, Patreon, uh, Patreon.com backslash uh, lowercase p uh, three four uh, <laughs> ampersand. No, you don't spell out ampersand. It's the actual. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Look, it'll be easier if I just tell you the URL. It's I can't not not believe it's not not news news slash Patreon dot Rasball. <laughs> no apostrophes. <laughs> don't abbreviate. Don't. It messes up the URL. <laughs> also, too, no one can uh, receive or send emails. <laughs> uh, you, can you believe we were able to get the I can't, cannot, not believe, believe? Is this a news, news.com URL? It was amazing. No. We were able to get it. Yeah. You know, I actually, and just to be safe, I actually got I can't, not, not believe. It's not, not news.solutions. <laughs> oh, you're one of those squatters, I see. Yeah. 
Yeah, nobody say a URL on the show because I'm going to buy it. <laughs> oh, man. So oh. Billy's got a show coming up, or in the past. <laughs> Billy's already done a show. Gray, <laughs> Gray's here, too, and uh, he's got an awesome pickling story for us. That He almost killed himself, right, Gray? Mm. Yeah, that, that sort of gives it away. But, yeah, I um, <laughs> I, I pickled uh, – I did some cukes. Uh, the, I don't, how did you hear about this anyway? I didn't think I told – I didn't think I told anyone. I uh, I did some pickling this past week because of all the uh, all the donkey teeth pickling talk. <laughs> Say that fast five thousand times, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, I want to do some pickles. I was I'm an original pickler. I could do this. So I went to um, my local supermarket and I got a uh, I got a handful of cukes. <laughs> no 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 bag. <laughs> That's the name of your album, right? Handful of cukes. <laughs> yeah. Just standing, just standing in line and check out with a handful of cukes. I uh, so. <laughs> Do you want a bag? No. No, I got my hands. Uh, Anyway, Wait. so I read. So I read that the. Uh, <laughs> this is why Gray was a writer and, and it didn't work out in stand up as a comedian. Yeah. He just hey, just to our jokes. listeners too, just hit forward thirty seconds about twelve times, and then we we should be back to the Gray story at that point. Uh, anyway, I. Uh, I read, uh, was it reading? No, I YouTubed it. I YouTubed the <laughs> uh, pickling video. I watched, oh yeah, I watched, um, I watched, uh, I think, his, I believe his name was Curtis, the pickler. And I was watching Curtis and he was like, you don't, you don't have to worry about any uh, bacteria or anything growing in this uh, saline solution uh, because uh, so much salt, there's no way bacteria can grow. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I, uh. I cuked up my pickles. I pickled up my cukes, and I uh, uh, like four days later, I uh, took one out to try it. I got like halfway through, and I was like, "It's so like soft and and mushy. I that doesn't seem like a pickle I'm used to having." So I uh, I googled a mushy cuke. Um, uh, I actually googled mushy cucumber the entire oh, word. Okay, because mushy that, cuke is a wrapper. Yeah, that's from Rap City. Hey, we're back here with Mushy Cuke. What's going on? Yo, it's Mushy Cuke in oh, the house. Mushy Cuke in the house. Yo, I get my vinegar on. So I, um, yeah, so I was, uh, I, I Googled the Mushy Cucumber, and the first result was uh, uh, Listeria. <laughs> Second result was botulism. Third result was definitely food poisoning. And the fourth result was you might want to call the CDC. So anyway, so uh, two days and um, uh, 15 hours straight of diarrhea later. <laughs> that's how that's how Lincoln started his Gettysburg Address, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, seven. So, uh, four score and seven mushy cucumbers ago, I had 15 <laughs> hours of diarrhea. 
Uh, but anyway, I'm okay now. I uh, yeah, I was bad from like Monday through Wednesday, but um, I'm all right. Well, welcome back to Gray. Thanks, thanks everyone. Thanks. So wait, you ate the mushy cucumbers and then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I ate it. I ate it. I ate it, and then I did the the googling of the yeah. mushy cucumbers. I uh, I didn't realize before I ate it. Yeah, I wish I would have because that would have made things a lot better. Did you call Apple Care to to help them uh, have you <laughs> ask for help with your pickle People problem? Aren't understand. People aren't gonna understand that joke. Uh, it's probably too. All extended. right, I honestly thought. <laughs> it's a uh, probably too long of a, a setup for me to explain it, but I call Apple Care for all my problems because Apple, I have yeah. a uh, warranty. Apple Care is <laughs> <So>. Gray's Google. <laughs> yeah, nine one one dispatcher. <laughs> Gray, other than the uh, the fifteen hours of diarrhea, how were the pickles? Uh, pretty good. I might have put too much coriander in one of them now, so. <laughs> In what? So are you saving the rest? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, the uh, salt solution kills everything <laughs> except except botulism, listeria, <laughs> and uh, a reason to call the CDC. I love that your search history, like when it, it will show up as like you know uh, Khalil Green, um, Freddie Freeman, botulism. <laughs> oh, I uh, yeah. <laughs> I was, I, was, I, was I was pretty worried because I uh, I, I don't want to go to the hospital right now because of the COVID. I'm not like, you know, I, I feel like I, I'm not in a position to be going to the hospital because even if I don't get COVID, I'll think I got COVID for like three weeks. I'll be what I'll be in a situation where I'm like, I probably have it. I, I don't feel 100 percent right. <laughs> and, then I'll, and then I'll be worried. So instead of uh, going to the hospital, I just I Googled and um, laid on the bathroom floor having diarrhea. <laughs> Sometimes it's good just to have a doctor tell you officially that you don't have COVID and that you do have mushy pickles. Pancakes <laughs> <laughs> of mushy pickles. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, what you, hey, what are you here for? Uh Car accident. I might have lost my leg. Ah, oh, really? What happened to you? I ate a mushy pickle. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, all right. Same diff, though. Really? I mean, you can go in front of me, but <laughs> I was here first. I was. I did get here first. I I did run in front of you <laughs> to get inside the hospital floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did slam the door on you. <laughs> You were you were limping because of the car accident, but uh, I still got in. I got in the door before you, official. <laughs> I actually have – I had mushy pickles, uh, but I'm, I'm actually asymptomatic. <laughs> you're, you're so lucky. You don't even know. You you might have your mushy pickle gene. That's a, uh, that's a coveted gene. Mushy pickle gene is a, a DJ. Uh, he does a lot of wacky songs. I remember him from uh, Emerald City in uh, uh, Le Lower East Side, I believe. Mushy Pickle Gene would yeah, say. <laughs> he had he he would uh, uh, he would have like really bad acne, and because of the way the lights hit him, he looked green. Oh yeah, <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't actually a compliment. They called him Mushy Pickle Gene. <laughs> mushy Pickle Gene, I thought wrote for Raspall. <laughs> no, that was Mushy Cuke. 
Yeah. Yeah, that guy got paid twenty four dollars an article. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gray, did you leave some reviews on uh, Curtis the Pickler's YouTube channel? <laughs> Curtis, Curtis the the Curtis the Pickler. God, I wish I I wish I could remember his real name because he was he was a hoot. He was like this seventy five year old guy who looked like he had what uh, was like a, a Civil War reenactor, and he he was in his his garage, and he was just like. Uh, he would go real. He, it was like a, a forty-minute uh, pickling video, and if anyone who's pickled knows, it's like a thirty-second process. <laughs> really much to do, but Curtis really he. So I might have skipped a couple parts where he talked about the mushy, mushy pickles. <laughs> anyway, Curtis Curtis the pickler is not his name, but you you should Google him. He was good. Well, I'm actually a little concerned because he's on the show this weekend, and I just hope I don't go after him. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got replaced by Curtis the Pickle. Yeah. Pickle. Hey, it's uh here comes a mushy pickle gene. Mushy pickle gene. <laughs> then, we have, gene. then we have uh Billy Hurls at at Billy Hurls. Yeah, at <laughs> Billy have, Hurls. Uh, then we have Curtis the Pickler. <laughs> you're, you're, you're between the two uh, the, the pickle guys. I'm, I'm the meat in the jean sandwich. <laughs> you got to hear the strami. Good luck, man. Good yeah. luck with that. Come I don't want to be. <laughs> That's a tough crowd. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, bring the pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this is uh, I can't can't not 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 believe it, it is news news and also pickle talk. Oh great great your Wi-Fi was messed up. Right. Uh, Billy, have you had enough pickle talk for one show? I mean, yeah, usually about ten seconds is where I max out, and you guys uh, ran the light as usual. Uh, I sort of pa mentally passed out, and then I was sort of waiting for anyone to say my name to sort of alert me back to the conversation. And uh, hey, I'm back. <laughs> That's great because we have some awesome news stories this week. Now that we've run down the the, the big pickling news of the week, we've got some uh, more mainstream stories off the bat here. Three, and this one has been on the docket for a couple weeks. I know you're both pretty excited about this. You were fighting over who got to go report on this man cave. So three guys were accused of creating a man cave under Grand Central Terminal in uh, New York City. And they got like a, a TV and a futon, refrigerator, microwave. They were just chilling down there under the train station watching sports. And I assume they had hookers and stuff, a little bit of blow. Billy, you got in on the uh, the man cave, correct? I did, and I mean, a streaming device, a futon, a microwave, and or like a refrigerator. I didn't know the people working at Grand Central were college freshmen. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, they had some Easy Mac. Yeah, you know, you know who caught them, by the way, was uh, the Grand Central RA. <laughs> uh, Gray, what do you think of this uh, this man cave? Are you jealous? Uh, yeah, no, I was actually, this story got me really upset. Um, so it's uh, three three accused of creating man cave under Grand Central Terminal. Oh, why are they accused? I would, they should be admired. I don't understand what's, <laughs> what's the problem. Like if they were three homeless guys living inside of a cave under Grand Central Station, they would just 
there'd be people would be like, oh, it's cool. They're living there. It's all right. But you put in an Ikea cabinet or something and suddenly it's a, a man cave is the problem or what? What's, at what point does it go from you're living in a cave under Grand Central Terminal and it's uh, fine to it's a problem? Is it furniture? Is it a microwave? At what point is it an issue, Billy? That's a great <laughs> point. And it, that's a great point. It'd be like if we arrested Donkey for having a uh, life-size fathead um, picture of Barry Sanders on his wall and then, like, pictures of sports and Chicago memorabilia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what if, uh, like, if, if Donkey is fine to be in his place living like he does, which is very <laughs> sparse. <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, I I can't really make out any decorations to be honest. Donkey could be underneath Grand Central Terminal, but it, let's assume he's not. So if he is living in a house apartment somewhere, Donkey Teeth is living somewhere. We don't know where. It's a barn. So he he's, he's <laughs> in a barn, barely. The donkey I don't know. Barn. A donkey barn. <laughs> he's living in a petting zoo. So here is Donkey. Living somewhere, he seems totally happy, but if someone comes along and is like, hey, you put in a microwave, we're going to arrest you? What? What? Come on. I don't wonder What is going on here? Is this, Amer is this the America I grew up in? Yeah. What is this? Where is this country that I used to live in? But like the, um, do these guys know how to party or what? You know, because like when my, when my friends are like, call me up on a Friday, like tonight, and they're like, yo, do you want to rage? I'm almost, I'm almost always like, yo, I don't know, what's the microwave situation? <laughs> so, is there Roku at this place? Is, it, is, the, the, is oh. the time set or is it blinking? <laughs> the blinking <laughs> freaks me out. It's the uh, the uh, actually this sounds a little bit like a a a sitcom or or an or a a side thing like Kramer's like a, a B story with Kramer and uh, Newman. Yeah. <laughs> they live underneath Grand Central Terminal for an episode. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> Which also, is. Which is what? Uh, I don't know. What? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. So I, you I said... saying, oh, I was saying the. Uh, yeah, which is, you know, it's good for laughs and all, but these guys are arrested now for living in a man cave under Grand Central Terminal. <laughs> so where is the justice in that? Yeah. yeah. They're doing their best. And, and Donks, you said that they used to bring uh, women back there. Uh, that's, um, you know what women don't usually say is, uh, hey, last night I had an amazing, like when they're talking to their girlfriends, they don't usually say, hey, last night I had an amazing time. Uh, the guy had an awesome pull-out cot. <laughs> well, I said hookers, and that was just a guess, you know. <laughs> Um, great. They actually, they're, I don't think they got arrested. It says that they're suspended. These were actually railroad workers. And I think this was some sort of a uh, railroad uh, storage room. So they yeah. turned it into their own man cave. Uh, okay. So if you're storing stuff for the MTA, if that's what they want to call it, eh, then why can't you store a microwave? I don't understand what the problem is. Right. And I work in an office. Like, what's wrong with me taking the break room and then bringing in a life-size cardboard cutout of Tom Brady and putting it right next to the refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> holding up four fingers why is the uh why is this a i want to actually is there a place where i can uh put in my name to defend them in a, uh, a civil <laughs> <Apple care. laughs> 
Yeah, you're the one that I'm wants going... defending him. <laughs> I'm, going... I'm putting in my. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna send in my uh, LinkedIn profile, which I have to make because I don't have one. <laughs> I don't make one. <laughs> Can someone show me how to make a LinkedIn profile? Because honestly. LinkedIn profiles that whether or not you can make one of those has no bearing on whether or not you can do a job. Like just because I don't have a LinkedIn profile doesn't mean I can't uh, help these guys, you know, get through this. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's not the real <laughs> skill. They need to just you send out your email and then just be their consultant. No, that doesn't work. I can't. My email doesn't work right now. <laughs> Honestly, the fact that my email doesn't work and I don't have a LinkedIn really is like that's irrelevant <laughs> when you need when you need a personal defendant. <laughs> He's very competent. <laughs> what are they called? The people who defend people in court. Public defender. <laughs> also not it's irrelevant whether or not you know what the term is when someone goes into court like no one goes into court and is like hey what are you called like no they don't say that they just defend people yeah <laughs> the real skill that's the real skill is the defending there's the real skill is not knowing what you're called when you're in court it's like moneyball gray yeah Exactly. It's the stuff that doesn't show up on the – it's not the flashy stuff. Scott Haddenberg of Public Defenders. <laughs> now, uh, did you guys see the photos of this place? Because it's actually really cool. I think it's like a really play, really great place for people to just kind of get together, kick back, and watch the Jets lose. <laughs> <laughs> I uh... – I I actually I feel like there's there could be uh, a wor a way to work in the Jets into the defense. I'm gonna I'll talk to you after the show about that because that's a that's a good point because the Jets could that's like Stockholm syndrome. They may not be really knowing what's going on. They're like, ah, did we put a microwave in here? Is that against the law? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's call up Gray. Yeah, I mean, maybe this, it was like a Jets fever that caused them to just kind of dig themselves a hole deep below New York Transit to watch games in, in, in complete silence with two friends. <laughs> oh, man. I, I like how these, these, these specific employees got singled out, but yet this was a place, according to the article, this was a, according to the AP article, by the way. This is a real article. According to... <laughs> AP article. It says this is where employees would hang out, get drunk, and party. Hmm. Sounds like a lot of people were having fun here, not just the three people who were singled out. Also, but you say party, but then in the news article, it does say half. There was a half-consumed beer. Oh well, yeah. yeah, they were sharing it. They were sharing a beer. So, ooh, ooh, sorry, arrest me. No, but I mean that kind of behavior of. Only not finishing your beer is not consistent with the values of Metro North. <laughs> they should have. Uh, <laughs> they should have. They should have thrown in a little, like a, a a small little, like you know, they had uh, this great man cave, and everyone's like, you know, patting them on the back, and then at the end of the article, it's like, and they had a case of White Claw. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, these guys weren't cool at all. Oh, that is probably weird too to like to get the man cave set up, right? Somebody's gonna be like, hey, what are you going? Where are you going with that? That microwave and DiGiorno pizza. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, is that a, a futon couch on your shoulder? <laughs> yeah. And and two prostitutes? What are you doing, sir? <laughs> Why are you balancing two prostitutes on top of a futon couch on your shoulder? And then he's like, hey, you want to watch the Jets? <laughs> hey, hey, is that Joe Walton? <laughs> Oh, by the way, it was a streaming device, right, which felt like a little bit of bragging, you know, that there was a streaming device in this thing. But I think it's very strange that MTA hiked up their prices at the very same time that Netflix hiked up their prices. Where's the, uh, where's the guy with the Gassineau jersey going? What's <laughs> he climbing down a, a manhole with a, with a futon couch? <laughs> that, I mean, to be fair, right, they could be recording a podcast. <laughs> Patreon. I can't believe it's not not man cave underneath Grand Central. Yeah, I mean, all three of us. I'm looking at our backgrounds. I mean, there's no proof that we're not below uh, a mass transit uh, station. <laughs> I am. I, I am actually. Are you, yeah, you especially. It just looks like black background. I am. I am below. I am below the MTA right now. Actually. I'm below the man cave. I am uh, another four levels down. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. I am. I the the near. I'm with the magma. You're like the VIP speakeasy of the man cave. <laughs> yeah, I'm an inner earth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! So there's that then. I see a half finished beer in the in your in the background there. <laughs> I'll get to it. Yeah. I'll finish it. Yeah. yeah no, like... Stop eyeing. Stop eyeing my half-finished beer. Yeah, Actually, it looks delicious. Hey, question: How can you see through the can? Hmm? <laughs> you got, yeah. I got. You I got a... beer eyes. <laughs> you got beer eyes. <laughs> so our oh, next story. Way, you wait oh. real quick. You don't need a break room at Grand Central Terminal. I mean, it's just. It's the calmest place on earth. All of New York is rushing around, right? You have uh, homeless people yelling at you. You have all different kinds of smells from, like, Shake Shack to hot dogs to restrooms. I mean, Grand Central basically is a giant break room. Yeah, that's true. You could, like, move a futon couch into the middle of Grand Central and everyone would be like, well, I guess he's squatting there. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes for a quick breather, I just take blow up an air mattress. Right in front of track twenty three. Let's go get a Jamaican beef patty and stop worrying about the guy with the futon. <laughs> All right, on to the next story, guys. Enough about the man cave. Uh, so this next one's been on the docket for a while, and there's actually there's a hidden gem in this story. We'll get to that next. We'll we'll go with the main story first. There's a new extreme dating site. It only matches users with a twenty year age gap. So it's kind of like a Tinder for, uh, I imagine that it's all just like dirty old men and young gold diggers is, is what I envision this site. Uh, that was the original, you dot solutions. That was the original <laughs> web address. Hey, uh, I, I thought, it, I figured it was the uh, opposite. I thought it was all young, young guys and older women. <laughs> I was, I did not see that's that's, that's like a uh, an interesting psychology uh, experiment right there because the first thing I thought was like if you're turned on by the GIF of Rose and Titanic, it's been 84 years. And you're like, yeah, that's that's sexy. 
I like that. I mean, a gap is a gap is a gap is a gap. Love is love. Yeah. yeah. I hey, twenty year age gap. I don't. Oh man, that's that's fascinating that you saw that as an old guy and a young girl, huh? I, I never even thought of that. I'll be honest. I, the dating site is called Eighty Three and Me. <laughs> How is that site for you, by the way? It's good. I like it. <laughs> no, no, it's called cringe. <laughs> yeah, like the picture is ridiculous. Oh my god, you gotta put in the picture. He's got it, nice hair. In the article, oh my god, he's wearing like a smock. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, what is he wearing? <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh my god, this guy is like. Hey. People used to make fun of me for this Andy Warhol hairdo and my Harry Krishna V-neck smocks, but not anymore. Now I got a young girl. <laughs> what? He looks like a, like a studio musician like that would fill in when Keith Richards would pass out. Totally. This guy's got stories about being at that. Yeah, he went down to uh, the Sunset Ranch. It's a studio in uh, Van Nuys, and I was, I was there for... Um, Peg with Steely Dan. Yeah, I was, I was, I played the uh, harmonica on, on Peg. Yeah, and you know what I thought to myself? I thought to myself, you know, I can't find any women that are 20 years younger than me. <laughs> hey, hey, what? Hey, I'm going, I'm going to uh, a, a Disney cartoon at the movies. I'm going to a, a Pixar movie. I'm going to see if I can't get me. Whoa, wait, wait, hold on a second. I ain't a perv or nothing. <laughs> I just like being a big age gap. <laughs> I like, too, that they called it extreme, like it's Mountain Dew. Like, is, is, is jumping out of a plane now the new way of, like, texting a, a girl named Madison? They <laughs> <laughs> got an app, finally, to teach old geezers about, like, Zoomer shit. Ah, she mentioned K-pop. I'm cool, man. This is good. I'm learning stuff. I'm learning this, it. The site does have an option uh, for, uh, for, like, a rotary phone for its older <laughs> users, which I think is really cool. And also there's, like, a mail, like, a literal mail option where you can mail handwritten letters um, to, to younger women. So that's pretty nice. <laughs> you gotta, you're, out, you're, you're out on the date and you're like, ah, you got to uh, – you pay extra 19.95, uh, you keep the app open on your phone – and when she goes to the bathroom, the app comes on and says, yeah, K-pop was originating. <laughs> it is now a worldwide phenomenon. And it's, okay, liked in uh, over 34 different countries. Good luck on your date. <laughs> it's like a pop-up video. <laughs> the sad thing is I can't name another reference. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I can't think of the youngest reference I can make. <laughs> oh man! Machine gun. Ke oh, I, I've heard of this machine gun Kelly. Yes. <laughs> is that a young <laughs> reference? To <laughs> zoom up. Actually, I, I, this app is. Uh, this might be a good uh, follow-up invention to my toilet in the pants because if you're doing like if you're out with uh, an older person and they got to do a two in the pants, then you also could do an app that's like the Zoom up the geezers, a Zoom up the geezers app where it teaches them about like their uh, the young folk. Yeah, I mean, you raise a great point. <laughs> you raise a great point as always. 
uh, these these guys need women, or I, I guess it's you need people 20 years younger than you to help use the computer and, and download the apps and go to the eyes, uh, you know, download the Rasball podcast, all the things that young people do. Hey, Fix wait. your email address. Hey, wait, hey the, oh, here comes the waiter. Um, I'll have an avocado toast. Wow, he acts young. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, where is a good place to take a younger woman to, um, like, talk down to them? Like, is there a good restaurant where you can sit them down for, like, 45 minutes and tell them how important it is to save for a house? <laughs> Mutual. The, uh, the, the side office at, a, uh, at a, an independent bank. <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna teach you how to save, while also uh, we're gonna be learning about K-pop. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also gonna mention that the Sting was a quite a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, uh, Kurosawa is pretty cool. <laughs> I'll tell you. Have you have you watched any of his movies? No. Okay. <laughs> uh. So, guys, currently the site has uh, 66% male users, 32% female, and then 2% transgender. Uh, interesting ratio, but I also found it funny that uh, there's only a few hundred users, so it really wouldn't take you very long to go through the entire uh, mm. field here. I tell you, it wouldn't take you very long to do the math on how many uh, men they have. <laughs> <laughs> I could do. I could probably even do that math with a little bit of, with a, like five minutes of free time. I think at Rasball we could create a, a community of more than than a few hundred. That's a Rudy. This is a bad, a bad idea. Have a uh, have a a, a a little age for the. We have five women, so you figure it's about the same. It's near nearly the same. My complaint, by the way, with your site for years has been that you can't swipe anything. I know. We're working on that, though. We'll we'll figure that out. <laughs> okay, one other thing that, that uh, has to be mentioned from this article, <laughs> if you guys are on it and you scroll down to the bottom, uh, so the guy that created this app, he has created some other apps. So, so he says, I love making dating products that are difficult to achieve on a mainstream site. Uh, his other love-finding creations include Butterfly, which is a transgender dating app designed to uh, prevent the use of offensive language. Big One, a site for men with large penises. And then <laughs> Dinky One, a site for men with small penises. And then you can click on a link here to Dinky One. And th there's an article that we missed back in March. For Dinky One, a new dating site launched Wait, launches we need to hire for men an with dinky penises. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So this guy said, I'm going to start a, uh, a dating app for transgender people who want to avoid being offended. And uh, then I'm going to go and start a, a dating app for people who are offended that they have large penises and there's people who have who are offended by small penises <laughs> he's just he's just basically like going around just any pro anything he sees uh, he's like oh hey i'm gonna start dating up for uh, people with uh large areola <laughs> he's just going he's just looking basically he's like uh, i'm at the but opened up the the atomical the chart the Da Vinci's human body. 
<laughs> I found this in a in a thrift shop. <laughs> I'm just going around. Hey, how about people who have a lot of arm hair and then people who don't have that much arm hair? I'm just going. I'm just doing apps. I think the I lesson like learned. Guy. I think the lesson learned here is when in doubt, just buy the URL just in case. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy this guy is all right in my book he's got a lot of ideas he's an idea man and i appreciate idea men I, yeah. and idea women hey fuck it i don't care <laughs> if you got an idea hey whatever idea if you got an idea and you got a small penis i'm fine with it <laughs> <laughs> we've seen you on, on on fake shark tank you got an idea of a big penis. I don't care. It's a good idea. That's all that matters. Yeah, this is. I mean, if we didn't have people like you, Gray, and people like this dating site guy, there would be uh, people stuck in wells all around the world. <laughs> well, because of their large penis. Hey, uh, hey. So we're gonna do a dating. We're gonna do a dating app for people who get stuck in wells. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can so still far we swipe have, if the body. We, we have two users so far. <laughs> One of them may just have the well kink and may not actually be a person who fell in a well. Although, think about it though: if you get stuck in a well, right, and you can't, you're stuck in the bottom half. And by the way, we're referring to a previous story. Uh, <laughs> but if you're stuck in a well and you can only use your upper body, and then you're on a, a site like that. <laughs> and you find somebody that's also stuck in a well. I mean, that is that's destiny. You 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 marry that person right there on the spot. But what if you're stuck in the well from like your 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 belly button uh, up is you're fine, but you're stuck in the well because you got a large penis and you got an erection, and then you're like, oh, I'll be fine. I just need the the hot EMT girl. She needs to leave because I'll, I'll get. <laughs> out i just need her to leave yeah it's a complex thing to explain to uh emergency responders surely <laughs> hey hey do you need help uh, i do um uh, could you uh button up your top button <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's kind of the problem Wait, what do you mean i'm stuck in the well because of my large penis <laughs> it's day it's day five and gray oh, albright is still stuck in a well <laughs> Now, would a dog with butter fix this one, Greg? <laughs> that, was a, that was a really good idea. People don't know about the dog that eats butter. They should go back and listen to that. Uh, Donk, you should you should link to that in the uh, Patreon post. Hey, episode number nine. Episode number nine, uh, butter dog. Butter dog, classic F. I think everybody should just catch up on previous episodes. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna hear later. I'm gonna hear down the road. Like it'll be, it might be a month, it might be six years, but at some point down the road, I'm gonna be like, hey, I, I'm just talking to you in a bar, meeting you for the first time. Tell me about the best uh, comedy show you ever saw. And they're gonna be like, ah, Prospect Park. There was this one comic. He was talking about a butter dog. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> he stole that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping six years more than one month. Uh, guys, so this dinky one site, I don't know if you pulled it up. First of all, there's like a picture of the app. How'd you like to be that guy that was uh, 
you know the the model for the dinky one yeah, app. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, my agent just called. I got a job tomorrow. Oh yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, he says it's a dating app. I don't know. Well, I, I'll find out at some point. They'll show me. They'll <laughs> they'll send along a link to whatever I'm doing. Model. Well, you don't want to know beforehand. No, I don't care. It's a it's a it's a gig. It's fine. Oh my God, I'm the dinky guy. <laughs> <laughs> also, too. God damn it! <laughs> Also, we know people lie on dating sites, right? Some people say they're dinky, and then you get there, and they're not dinky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, move on, move on. Come on. No, there's more, there's more. The site, this one, <laughs> so this one has 27,000 members. The other one only had a so couple hundred. Much so more successful. <laughs> uh, so so we, it's dinky, they're, they're dinky, or they're looking for dinky? So, well, the men, the 71% uh, males that use this app are dinky. They're under five and a half inches. Then there's 27% female who prefer the smaller uh, genitalia size. And then there's 2% transgender who, you know, who knows what's going on there. (laughs) Okay. So to speak. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, so that's so, that, wait, guys. By the way, this is a great opportunity to say that um, – should we go into the ad now, the ad read about Dinkies? <laughs> Dinkies.com? Is that oh, what it is? They got back to you? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to uh, – Gray said he was going to read it. So, Gray, I'll let you read the, the ad. Uh, um, hey, so uh, have you ever been out on a date and you're like, oh, let's go back to my place. You go back to your place and they're like, hey, where's your penis? Like, that's there. You don't see it? That's awkward. So now we have a dating site for people who don't want to be in that awkward situation anymore. Now you go out on a date, everyone knows you got a small penis. It's easy to know. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, get out there and start dating, dinky ones. And, and remember, that's the promo code, dinky ones. <laughs> Just get it all out on the table, literally. <laughs> yeah, barely. <laughs> also, too, it's very important to remind our listeners to li- to – Go to this website and make sure that the view and the display it's at a hundred percent, because it might. You just want to make sure that the perspective is correct. We also uh, we have a sponsorship from the big ones. <laughs> the big ones. Hey, so what's going on? Hey. It's <laughs> Wait, it says it says read personal anecdote. <laughs> so, I go out. so I go out on this date and she's like oh okay yeah I'll, I'll go back to your place and then we get back there and it's like I can't deal with that I'm like what what's the problem oh man I should have went to bigones.com and found a girl that could handle all this meat <laughs> and uh, can you just say the promo code for our listeners I forget all this meat <laughs> Oh, man. We have fun here. Yeah, we're just having a good time. What the hell? Three just guys in three different man caves just <laughs> having a great time on a Friday. I can't, I can't wait until we can get a man cave together, three guys. Three different subterranean man caves. <laughs> yeah, we, I hope that at some point we just have one screen. <laughs> kind of like uh, Bruce, Springste- at Bruce, uh, Bruce Springsteen when they would all share one microphone. Bruce Spring screen. Yeah. Bruce share screen. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Move. Come on. Let's go. We we got other stories. <laughs> I don't know. The boba looks empty. <laughs> I know. I can't go out much longer. When this boba's done, so am I. 
Yeah, uh, the hourglass. All right, so next story. Uh, this is about a millionaire that is having a really hard time being rich. And this woman, she wrote a whole book about it. I know, Billy, you can relate to this, right? Sure. You know, so she's very rich, and it's kind of a forgotten group of people, and they really have it tough. And I heard this story, and it really moved me emotionally. And so I just, I hope you don't mind that I do this on the podcast, but I, she's rich, and it's awful for her. So I started a GoFundMe uh, where listeners can kind of donate, even if it's $1, $100, $1,000. Uh, I'll put it up on the Rasball page, and we can kind of get her some money to make her kind of feel better. <laughs> You could take some of the money from the uh, Dinky One sponsorship deal and uh, and give it. <laughs> that's true. All proceeds today. That's a great point, Greg. All proceeds will go to Rich Lady Foundation uh, for Rich Lady. But I think she raises a good point, though, that like it's actually very tough to be rich. You know, you can't close your wallet. You get lost in your own house. All your housekeepers look the same. Uh, I've never worn I've never worn a monocle, but I I bet you it's difficult. <laughs> Imagine trying to keep your equilibrium wearing a monocle. Oh, it's impossible. I actually I just ordered a monocle off of Warby Parker. <laughs> just, they they send you glasses and you break them for yourself, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. I just took I just got a a nice pair of like neon blue ones and I just broke them in half. Now I have a spare. <laughs> He's got a rock. I got the, I got the rock hammer from uh, Shawshank Redemption. I, got, <laughs> yeah. I won an auction. <laughs> Sotheby's. See, I actually I just went to get my physical and I stole the knee the knee tap hammer. <laughs> I just used that. <laughs> oh, oh man! I uh, I thought I was gonna need a uh, a doctor when I ate that mushy cuke. Oh my God! You don't know, man. That was such a mess. So anyway, this uh, I was just reading this story about the uh, the rich woman and I don't, donkey. Did you see? I, I think you should. Uh, well, I, I'll just read it because it's too difficult for me to tell you what to read. <laughs> way, yes, sir, boss. It's way too much work. So anyway, so this is truly this is from the article. This isn't uh, me having a laugh. This is uh, actually this is actually from the article. Um, one friend almost didn't invite her family to Cirque du Soleil show because the pal worried they'd only be happy with front row seats. This is a quote. This is her uh, her saying that shocked me. And I felt so horrible, horrible for her to think about the finances. Her friendship meant more to me than front row seats. That conversation also made me more aware of how out of touch I could be for all my rich friends. Ah, that's ah, uh, touching in some ways. That's, that's a beautiful story. It was a nice anecdote about someone coming in terms with being friends with a rich person. It can't be easy. Yeah, I've been saying it for years. Poor people have had it easy for too long. <laughs> I, I, know. I I feel like there's like there's this whole uh, – uh, there's this, a, uh, a narrative that is going around saying like, oh, you know, if you have money, you know, money can fix everything. But then you have money and it's like, oh, now I got to pay for my friends to fly in my private jet. Oh, it's a pain. All right. It's a bit of a pain. 
Right. Have you ever tried to just give your friends some money when you have $10,000 like stashed under all sorts of different places in your house? Like, it's just hard to do. Oh, 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 uh, uh, have, a, have a seat while I, uh, I have um, the butler go get you a drink. And then uh, they sit down. It's like, oh, you just sat down on top of uh, money I am hiding in case there's a rush on the banks. Oh, that's going to be uncomfortable for you. I mean, have you ever had the awkwardness of telling someone to stop leaning on an expensive painting? <laughs> hey. Yay! Uh, you're you're actually you're breathing a little heavy on my Picasso. Uh, I feel bad even saying anything, but you are you're you're starting your your breath. I can feel your breath on my Picasso. It's kind of bothering me. Do you actually, mind? yeah, maybe it's better to do a GoFundMe where we you she can just give us her bank account and we can take money from her. Uh, and it's like a reverse donation. We can all kind of pledge to take, I'll take $5. If everybody takes $5 from her, she'll live a much happier life. And I think we'll all be better for it. <laughs> this is, oh my God, this is in the article too. I, uh, uh, so worked for Microsoft and got stock options and then later left Microsoft to work at Amazon before that went public. And now, now she has to worry about how to shelter her money. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. It's awful for this person. How do you shelter all that money? Like, where do you find tax shelters for? All, like, that's a pain. Right. No you one ever try to that. You ever try to lug around a, a heavy, heavy purse full of money? It's not easy. No, God. <laughs> I do stand up, so sometimes I'm coming home with a backpack full of, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. So I mean, I know what it's like to have. Lots of money and to carry it around, and and so I thought this story really spoke to me. Imagine, you imagine having the, the the trouble having to find some having to find an accountant that can launder this much money. I mean, what? Oh God! Like, where would you even start with that job search? What especially, a, yeah. Oh. Especially now when no one no one is home uh, with coronavirus and all. I mean, it's just try get in touch with anybody. Oh, oh, later on in the article, it talks about how she has a second home in Napa and she has to, that she struggles to make sure it's clean when she's not there. Ah, she hasn't, she can't look after the, the maid and the butler. She has to, she needs to zoom in to the house in Napa to make sure it's okay. Yeah. Have you know that, like, well, that janitor, you know that janitor that has like a hundred keys? Like, that's. <laughs> That's kind of how she is, and that, that, it's never easy to have 100 keys on your keychain because you have all those kind of houses and secret rooms. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's that then. What are you going to do? I, I mean, I know do? what it's like. I know what it's like, guys. Back when I made my first billion, uh, I was worried the, the Razzball readers wouldn't be able to relate to me, so <laughs> that's why I picked up the name Donkey Teeth. Because right. your real name is, is uh, Warren Buffett Jr., Right. <laughs> right. Yes. He's uh yeah. Donkey was like, ah, got my my fifteen million dollars. You want a uh, Barry Sanders flathead for the wall? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is my no, barn. No, this is my barn. No, that's, that's actually uh, that's actually actually is Barry Sanders. I uh, paid to have him flattened, and I put him on the wall. Yeah, he's that's stuffed, cool. actually. He's stuffed. Yeah. Stuffed. Yeah. I uh, it's a taxidermy Barry Sanders. 
Oh, no, I, actually, I shouldn't really say this because uh, it was said in confidence between me and Donkey Teeth, but uh, Donkey doesn't want to get paid anymore for articles. He just wants <laughs> to be kind of free so he can kind of just uh, not be, you know, better than anybody else or anything like that. That's, yeah, that's, I was worried. That's, that's, worried. that's a relief. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> good, that's a good $35. Get back in five. <laughs> I'm so, whoo, I didn't know where that 35 was coming from. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I uh yeah, no, I would say uh yeah, I mean imagine having to be like, uh, I got my my Ferrari, my Jaguar, my Maserati, who's gonna who's gonna put gas in all these cars? I gotta find someone to gas them, oil oil changes for a Ferrari? What is that? how often? Every three thousand miles? How does that work? Well, three months or three thousand miles. <laughs> I'm calling Apple Care to figure that one out. Yeah. Apple Care. I can't seem to get my pizza oven to work. <laughs> hey, Apple Care. What do you suggest? How much sourdough starter do you put into the loaf to get that going? <laughs> is this an Apple question? No. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> I- I'd be happier to be at my computer if I was able to get my sourdough starter working. <laughs> <laughs> Gray's making an apple pie tonight. Yeah. Lots of questions for them. Yeah. Although, yeah, now it's like Apple's not caring anymore. <laughs> Apple stopped caring. The, the yeah the the man who cried Apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah completely. Yeah. Uh, Oh, well. I mean, in these times, Wait. right? You just gotta call whoever you can. You know, maybe nine one one first, then Apple Care, then Google, uh, then kind of just the first person in your phone. Uh, the, uh, if, uh, hey, donkey, if you were recording early on, you might want to add the Apple Care conversation in. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Otherwise, people are gonna be like, "What are they talking about with Apple Care?" Maybe I'll throw it in right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, folks, so here is the Apple Care backstory starting now. I got, I have issues with my email all day. It's like such a pain in the ass. I have had issues for like four hours trying to get emails. Well, I don't it, even know. Is it not I'm working? No, so I'm so dumb, is the problem. Like, people tell me stuff, and I'm like, ah, am I stupid or is this just not working? <laughs> I, I have Rudy is like Rudy Rudy's obviously the brains of the operation and he tries to walk me through stuff and I'm like I, I'm just gonna call in I call into a helpline I called into Apple Care and, and Apple was like mm, this is a third party email I'm like yeah and they're like I don't think we can help you I'm like come on please oh man poor gray anyway just looking for help any way you can i really do i do i call apple care because we got this uh we got the business uh plan we're doing uh we did the business plan which is basically you uh you pay uh you do a business account and through the business account i think you get like free uh apple care or whatever like the genius bar you get it and uh <laughs> you get it for like the as long as you have your computer. So I uh, I call them for everything, and they're like, we can't help you with your microwave. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like coffee pot. Yeah. 
Apple, <laughs> Apple Care. I have an emergency. I'm bleeding. Like, uh, Apple Care. Uh, what, what would you put underneath the bottom of the chair so it doesn't scratch the floor? <laughs> and that's the end of the Apple Care backstory. Like a special feature. Yeah. I've yeah. always told people, they're like, what's this podcast like? And I tell them, it's kind of like a Quentin Tarantino movie. You kind of have to piece it together. <laughs> Usually the beginning, the, the middle's better than the beginning, but the ending's really good. <laughs> it's like a, a shot of adrenaline to the heart. Yeah. And then that character ends up dying anyway. <laughs> Is that a John Bon Jovi song? Yeah. I got a Gatorade by my pillow and an old coat for my bed. Is that is that how that song goes? That's exactly how it goes. That was mushy cuke. That was mushy cuke. <laughs> mushy mushy cuke. <laughs> Wait. Hey, so uh pickle Jean, come here, I got a question for you. Pickle no Jean the pickler and then what's the other one? Curtis, Curtis the Pickler. Curtis the Pickler, yeah. Pickle Jean. Now is it green pickle? Mushy cucumber Jean or something? (laughs) Mushy pickle Jean. Mushy pickle Jean. I don't know. It's we're off the rails at this point. Okay. Oh, I'm right on the rails. I am strapping. I'm on. Keeping us on track. I'm on five rails right now. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Well, Billy, I hope you didn't waste all of your good material. On the show today, you got a little bit left for the park. Yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to um, transcribe this whole podcast and then read it verbatim uh, in the park, uh, like Jesus Christ. Maybe you could go with uh, some some impressions, some Gray Albright impressions. Just try to duplicate those. Oh, yeah, let's see if I can do one. That's... <laughs> I'm heading for the under! <laughs> Can't go. I, if I if I if I talk as high as Gray does, um, my landlord from upstairs from downstairs is going to come up and ask me what's wrong. <laughs> uh, durr, uh, durr. <laughs> oh man! Oh uh, yeah, that was Coogs' favorite part of last week's show. <laughs> oh good, good. Yeah, she was like, oh my god, that's what you said. You. She was, what was her exact words? You're such a fucking nerd, I think is what she said. Such a fucking nerd. Is that better? <laughs> that's, how she, that's how she talks. No, she was like, yeah, that's right. Why do you always say that dur thing? I'm that's like, dur. 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 I mean, you got to, in these times, you have to kind of re- release the energy. And I feel like you do a great job of doing that all in one instant. Oh, this the cackling, that cackling takes a little bit more than one instant. Yeah. Well, when when Ray cackles, released. I can actually see the steam coming out from his body. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we had good, we had good times though, huh? We had, mm. we had fun. Mm. Guys, let's just make a pact. Like, regardless of what goes on with the second wave, let's meet uh, in two weeks. Um, in, the, in one location, in a, maybe in like say an underground lair below a mass transit station, and let's just record the pod in one microphone. Um, one microwave. Can we, yeah. can, we, can we get Dinky ones the sponsor? 
Yeah, I mean, as far as I could tell it, I mean, they sent me the email since your email doesn't work. But since they're sponsoring us for a year. Oh, damn. Incoming is fine. I can't do outgoing mail. Oh, so you've been trying to write to them and they, they don't write back? <laughs> I get incoming. It's incoming's fine. Incoming's not the problem. It's outgoing. Okay, am, so I, am I on the phone right now with AppleCare? Yeah. I, I actually, that's what I do to make some side money. <laughs> You're the Apple Care guy. Yeah, I'm Apple Care. That's a little bit of a reveal, but yeah, I can uh, answer all your problems. Uh, let's just do a screen share. Can we just do this? just cut to the chase? Let's do screen share. I don't have the. Oh, I don't no. think I have the confidence for. People are so confident with their screen shares. I guess I can't do it. Oh, yeah, I know. No, they always they give me the. Uh, well, <laughs> I had an accident. Uh, well, not an accident. Like uh, you need toilet pants for it. I mean, like uh, I had a, an incident. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. I had an incident earlier today where the uh, the guy was like, uh, "Yeah, we, we can do screen share, but uh, you want to make sure you you don't have anything on your computer. You don't want me to say." I'm like, "What? What would I have?" And he's like, "You want me to explain what you could have?" I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what? what? What exactly could I have that you would be like, because maybe I have it and I just don't know. Like, you might be offended by things I'm not offended by. So give me a couple things. You, you know what I'm always embarrassed by? Like, I don't want to share my screen because I'm worried I'm going to go on Google and it's going to show that I search for what is Statue of Liberty comma gift. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. Or why like, do horses have horseshoes? Maybe you're a Padre fan and it'll, it'll upset you. I have a Dodger uh, stuff on my screen. Who knows? I don't know what you're offended by. Like, so what did he say? What did the Apple Care guy say? He was like pornography. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I don't have pornography. Like, what kind of sicko are you? <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Anyway. Hey, great show, guys. Another one in the books. I think I think this is about episode 20 with the great <laughs> Billy Hurley. Oh, thank you. We knew him before he was all big in the parks of New York. Uh, right <laughs> before I was doing backflips in the center of Prospect Park. I started here. You, This is my roots. <laughs> Follow Billy Hurley at Billy Hurls on Twitter. And go back in time a couple days and uh, check out his show at uh, – what was the park? Uh, Prospect Park. It's kind of near the Dog Beach. Yeah, the dog, the Dog Beach, uh, and, and you're gonna want to go back to uh, October 10th. Yeah. <laughs> go back to, back to and, Saturday. And I, I, I encourage all time travelers to go back in time and fix all the problems with the show. Um, potentially stop me from going on. Uh, potentially, you know, like, like tack, like punch me in the face so I have to seek medical attention so I don't have to go to the gig and then I won't have to have done the show and embarrass myself. But please don't go back and fix any of this uh, COVID stuff because we never would have had the the Billy Hurley show without it. Right? Oh God! Don't sure. try to develop a vaccine for COVID and try to fix it because I need because that that gave me an opportunity. <laughs> This is the longest outro ever. Here at Razball.podcast.solution slash forward slash can't believe it's not news news. Razball. Razball. Brought to you by Dinky Ones. Hey, hey, and if anyone in the uh, near future comes across me and uh, happens to be in Prospect Park uh, two days ago and they hear Billy talking about a butter dog, 
Shoot him. Let me know because that's that's my bite me. Also, I just want to remind our listeners that a longer version of this outro is available at slash podcast slash Patreon. Dot dot dot. More to come. All right. Thank you to our sponsor, Dinky Ones. Have a great weekend, guys. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.